The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musig. And welcome to this edition of CEO Coach on WebmasterRadio.fm. My name is Jillian Music, and I'm the founding president at SEO Moz and CEO Coach right here at Webmaster Radio. Today, my guest is Arthine Cossie Van Dyne. She is the uh, let's see, the trade investment officer at the United. Uh, Kingdom, which is the UK, Trade and Investment Office in San Francisco. Tell us more about what that uh, investment office is, and welcome, Arthine. Thank you, Jillian, and hello, everybody. Um, UK Trade and Investment is the economic development arm of the British government. It's part of the Foreign Office, and it's co-located with the number of consulates that are around the world. There are, are over a con over 100 consulates that exist where UK trade investment offices are. Um, I'm based here in San Francisco, and there are nine offices of UK trade and investment around um, the country. There are, there's one, of course, in the embassy, and the rest are in the consulates um, in, on the east and the west coast. Okay, so I think briefly, what are the services that your office offers and those around the world? Because we do have listeners all over the world, so they can go and find their British uh, consulate, off, excuse me, trade and investment office as well. So UK trade and investment um, helps companies connect um, for their business purposes to get access to the UK market or to do business in Europe um, with the UK as its landing point. Um, we help companies not only with the basics of setting up the business and identifying um, key hires or, or getting them connected, but we also help them with key market entry consultation um, as well as competitive intelligence and, and market readiness. We also have the remit of helping UK companies um, with their market entry into um, around the world and especially here in the United States. And so together we're looking at both sides of that, that business question so we're often able to make some pretty strategic introductions. Okay, so as, as I kind of encapsulate that, you're saying you're going to help companies uh, who are perhaps here in the States or in wherever, whatever country they're in around the world to come to the UK. What you would say is we're going to help find companies inside the UK who want to buy your product, help companies who would want to sell you stuff that you could then use inside your product or however that might work or sell in your own place. So there's this import-export piece to it. Um, you'll help us to find offices, uh, literally physical offices and employees so that we can set up an office there, either to sell things in that area or actually to do business, like setting up um, a factory or some such thing. That's a possibility. And then you're actually going to help us determine whether it's time to go to the United Kingdom, if not go global. It would be whether it's time for our company to do that. Is that correct? That's, 
we can help you with that decision process. There's a lot of different inputs that go into figuring out when you're when it's time or when you're ready to go international. Some companies and that's go exactly right. <laughs> I was going to say that's Some exactly what I was hoping you'd lead into. So what are those decision-making questions that we would want to ask ourselves, perhaps even before we get on the phone with you, so that we're kind right. of prepped, we're all on the same page? What should I ask myself as a business owner about whether or not I'm ready to get into the UK, if not go global? Right. A lot of times companies will go global or go outside of the, the U.S. because they're being pushed um, by their industry or they're being pulled by their clients. Um, depending on the industry, and especially if you're in the digital economy right now, um, companies are launching and they're immediately global. And before, it was a, a market number of 10 to 15% of your, your client base is coming from outside the United States, then it's probably time to take a look at what it's going to mean in order to take care of those clients. It depends on how your business is structured, how you deliver and sell your, your product, and how your product is localized. Um, if your clients are using your, if your product doesn't need to be localized or doesn't need to have cultural um, changes, then it will probably be able to go global a lot faster. Um, the uptake of certain technologies and services and tools um, depends on like the audience and the, the appetite of the, those international audiences to consume your, your product. So when you're looking at your user numbers and you're looking at your audience figures or you're looking at your sources of revenue, you're going to see that there are people from outside the United States that are using your product. When it hits a certain point where you're getting a lot, a lot of questions in your customer support queue or you're getting a lot of requests for shipping your product, your physical product, or access to, to delivering your product outside the United States, then it will become time for you to take a closer look at what does it mean for me to take care of that or what does it mean to look at the profile of that community or that audience that makes me want to address it a little bit closer. Okay. Now, you're talking about localizing your product. The easy thing to understand is, uh, again, most of us are technologists listening to this show, uh, would be translation of a website itself or maybe even translation of a user interface of something like a piece of software. I get right. that. Um, in this particular case, from all of the English-speaking countries into the um, uh, into the UK, we're still talking about English to English. What other localization elements do you see in bringing software, for example, or SaaS delivered services, software as a service online to, uh, well, in this case, an international market, albeit right. the same language? True. A lot of people look to the UK because of the cultural proximity. There's a lot of similarities with the language, um, but there's more to localizing your business um, than just translation. There's business practice, business culture, how um, our businesses, how is business conducted in that other market. If you're looking at um, how do people pay for products, um, what's the payment structure, do they use invoicing, do they use electronic transfer, um, what's the decision-making process, is it higher up in the organization, lower in the organization. If you're a, a relationship-based business, um, who, what ecosystems do you need to be a part of in order to garner your, your validity? Who else do you need to be working with in your industry in order to um, have the credibility to sell in that market? If you're dealing with um, 
some kind of consumer-based businesses where you're depending on your audience uptake. You need to make sure that you're presenting information that's relevant to the local audience, that you're not um, celebrating um, big, doing big campaigns for um, the 4th of July, so to speak, um, during <laughs> what is now uh, um, the Diamond Jubilee in the UK. So you right. want to make sure that you're celebrating appropriate events and appropriate holidays and understanding the modes and, and, and cultural aspects that are important. And that means that you're representing yourself as being truly local. And companies are able to do that um, as they pay attention to what the needs and comments are from their audience. Okay, so you help companies to make all of those kinds of decisions. You threw out a number of questions here, which you know, some of them are pretty basic and we kind of get it, and some of them were a little more thoughtful, like, yeah, yeah we better think about that before we get on the horn. Uh, once we get on the horn with you, what kind of service does this look like? I mean, do we just chat on the phone and you help us make that decision? You say, okay, so look, we should get to the next stage. It looks like you have sufficient numbers of people asking for your product outside the area. And you talked also about this concept of being pushed by your industry rather than simply pulled by your market. Would you, again, talk about that right over phone? Do we make personal appointments? How does that work? And what does it mean to be pushed by an industry rather than pulled by a market? <laughs> so, sure. There's a lot of companies that um, we qualify, all of the, of the companies that we talk to, to identify their readiness. Are you really ready to go international? And then we help you with that exploration. Um, sometimes companies are in their early stages and they're just getting their toes wet and they're excited about the opportunity of getting access to a global market. And we ask these questions in a way, sometimes the companies are well prepared and they're well sophisticated and they've got teams in place um, that have taken um, other companies that they've worked for international and so they understand what it takes to, to think about this. Um, being pushed by your industry means if you're operating in, an, in a, a really competitive um, industry sector where the barriers to entry are low and you're looking at a lot of companies that are coming to life doing a lot of the same things that you're doing, not exactly the same, but looking at the same customer slicing that customer base in the same way, you're going to be seeing a lot of competition, not only domestically from the United States, but from a lot of other countries that have really strong development teams that are looking at creating opportunities like this. You're going to see this right now in the social game space, in the mobile app space. There's lots of companies that are coming together that the barriers to entry are, are fairly low, and you're going to need to be able to get access to that client base fairly quickly and figure out what you're going to need to do it. There are other companies that they're creating things that are new. They're disruptive. They are. Um, no, they don't have a lot of com competition on the ground yet, but they find that they're providing something that's unique, and they have global clients that. Um, they're working with a large brand and that large brand wants to have a harmonized solution around the world wherever they do their messaging or provide this particular service. And so they're saying, I, you're working with me and I'm a big global brand and I want to do the same thing in the United States that I'm doing in the UK and in Germany and Singapore. Um, and I need you, company, whoever you are, to be able to have people on the ground in those markets so I can or have resources on the ground in those markets in order to deliver your services that need them to be delivered. 
Excellent. And so well, we're going to take a break. That's, that's a, a customer poll. Got it. Makes good sense. So we're going to take a break here at uh, CEO Coach, and when we come back, let's talk about a list of the process itself. It's like, oh, goody, um, the first one was decide whether we're ready to go, and having made those decisions based on whether, again, we have a market that's pulling us or a highly competitive industry with low barriers to entry, so we don't want to get an increasing share of a pie, but rather increase the size of our pie, uh, we decided we're going to go global. When we get back, let's talk about the stages of what we need to do in order to make that happen. This is Jillian Music on CEO Coach with our theme from the British government located right in San Francisco. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's go inside the WebmasterRadio.fm production studio, where the production team is stitching up podcasts to load up into the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Rock on, Laurie, and rock the world with LinkedIn. Welcome to Domain Masters, a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. Hey, I want to welcome you to this edition of the SEO Rockstars. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly, and you're listening to the Cyber Law and Business Report. And welcome to CEO Coach. Listen to all of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm podcasts without downloading. Only on the WebmasterRadio.fm Stitcher channel. Just click on the Stitcher banner on our website. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back, Athene. So glad to have you with us. Um, looking at the kinds of things we've been talking about so far, the British government offers, through your department, uh, which is an agency actually located in San Francisco, um, and again, around the world. I'm sorry, tell us one more time how many uh, locations you have around the world. Uh, we have more than 100 offices of UK trade and investment around the world, and here in the United States, we have nine. Okay, so nine just in the United States for the UK Trade and Investment uh, Offices. Yes. So amazing resources. We've now decided my company's going to go global. Tell me, what are my next decision points or what do I have to expect as I move from one stage to the next? We make a phone <laughs> call to you. What do you say, do this next? 
what we end up doing is we ask a lot of questions about the nature of the business and where they're seeing the areas of growth and what they are looking to do when they are opening up their business, what, what is it they want to do in that other market. If they're looking to augment their development teams and they're looking to access more um, developer talent that they want or if they want to access sales, they want to sell their product in the market. Those represent two different paths to, to entry. Um, we help companies think about um, now that you, you have a reason to go international, let's help you plan your, your exploration. And a lot of this should happen with key members of your team or at least one or two people to do a bit of um, professional tourism or do a bit of exploration where there's a visit that you organize, where you go to visit um, key potential partners. You take a look at what the infrastructure looks like in the market. You take a look at um, who would be a potential client, who would be a potential distribution partner. Um, take a look at the talent. Um, and then there's a bit of homework that needs to happen, not only um, on the opportunity, but there needs to be some good number, good work on um, the analytics. Um, do the numbers work? Um, we can provide basic um, information about salary surveys, how much it's going to cost to rent space, how much it's going to cost for you to um, run a business or launch a business, depending on your specific needs and the different kinds of job um, job count characteristics you're looking for. Um, our services to companies is free and confidential. Um, we work with startups. We work with companies that are well-established. Um, our goal is to help companies get themselves landed in the UK, but look at the world as their expansion opportunity. Um, we have offices, as I mentioned, around the world, and so when companies are ready to look at expanding from the UK to the greater EMEA region or even to Latin America or Asia, we're able to um, leverage our networks that exist in those markets to help with that market entry consultation as well. So we can help you uh-huh. get grounded with the numbers um, looking at the full-blown tax picture. Sometimes companies look specifically at the top-line corporate tax rate and they're not necessarily engaging um, the conversation over availability of talent, the cost of that talent, um, access to the customer network, and where you, they need to be located. Um, there's a lot of transition happening right now, and the decision to go international needs to be discussed broadly throughout the organization, um, not just with the the finance, financial planners and the tax planners, but also with the product managers and the business managers as well. Um, a lot of the information that we are able to provide to companies ultimately gets packaged into the, the presentation that companies use to present for their board, to their boards for, for funding. We're just really trying to make sure that when the decision happens, um, we're able to help companies be as well-informed about the process um, and what to expect, even if they're considering looking at other countries at the same time. Okay. So um, as I see then the 
again, the numbers of things that we do, once you've decided you're ready to go, you determine what it is you're going to accomplish there. Um, you've done that in your decision process. Are you augmenting a dev team? Are you producing product? Or are you selling? I would say probably selling is the most common, uh, saying let's just broaden the market in which we can get our product out. But certainly other things can get looked at, especially if you're going to do things like uh, develop uh, software or uh, create product and so on. You want to look beyond, as you said, the basic tax rates to look at the quality and availability of talent. Um, so a huge issue there. And you help folks with this kind of homework, you called it, a biz analytics, uh, the numbers work, salary surveys, cost of renting space, uh, launching and running a business, which are two significantly different costs as well. And then finally, you help them actually create this deck to present to a board in order to justify the funding of this, um, which is quite an expense. Do you have a sense of numbers around that? You've done hundreds and hundreds of companies and said, okay, they've set up stuff. So folks in the tech sector who just want to start to sell into the UK or launch an office in the UK to sell throughout maybe uh, EMEA, which is Europe, Middle East, and uh, Africa, tell me what kind of startup money are, are companies looking at? Uh, are we in the 10,000 mark? Are we in the 100,000 or the million mark? I think all of those are possible. I think it really depends on the type of business and what their strategy is and how they're planning to do it. Um, we have services that are available for companies that are just in the very beginning that they just want to land someone for that exploratory six months and there's ways through soft landing packages that are available through some of our partner organizations that will allow companies and give them that breathing space to hire someone locally temporarily or send someone over from the home office to sit down, put in routes, spend some time in market to do their own analysis and take what we have done anecdotally and generally about their industry and help get them connected to the network so they can build their own um, bespoke market entry strategy. So thing, market entry strategies, depending on the industry, if you're doing um, um, your own physical manufacturing or if you're doing your coding, really kind of depends on if you're leading with sales or, or development. Um, as in most cases, the most expensive piece for any kind of business venture is your cost of, of your talent. Um, and you'll find that there are different um, price ranges and, and cost ranges varying around the UK. Many people, um, when they think about the UK, they think, wow, London is very expensive. Um, the UK, when we speak about the UK, we think about more than just London and the, the surrounding regions of the city. We are representing um, fantastic engin engineering opportunities and development opportunities in Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, as well as um, more central and northern regions throughout the UK of Cambridge and Brighton and Newcastle. Um, there are fantastic um, opportunities in the digital media space in Manchester, um, game development yes. in, in Dundee. And um, we help companies reconsider and rethink about um, what their cost structures are and what they're looking to do and that there are opportunities outside of London um, <clears throat> for, for building and, and growing these opportunities. 
there are a number of really fantastic initiatives happening, with that said, within the London area, especially around tech. Great. Well, when we come <laughs> yeah. back, I'm going to ask you to cover all of those things because we do have to take a break. When we come back, I'd like you to cover those opportunities, including Tech City, and also give us an idea, of a little bit of stats. How many folks are already doing these sorts of things? And what's the most common reason for going into the U.K.? And uh, I know you've already given us some wonderful locations throughout the U.K., in which there are uh, opportunities for folks to get dev work done, and certainly I've explored those as well, so those are very exciting. We'll be right back at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. WebmasterRadio.fm The addiction that's good for you. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to the final segment at CEO Coach on WebmasterRadio.fm. Arthene, thank you so much. You've been a wealth of information here. I'd like you to cover in the next few moments um, what is going on in the, uh, in the tech centers and so on, these uh, resources you were just about to be discuss. Thank you. Um, as I mentioned, um, there's a really interesting um, and exciting initiative happening in the east side of London, kind of steps away from what's happening in the Olympic um, Village called Tech City. It's the heart of um, digital um, economies that are happening right now in, 
in Europe. It's become the fastest growing digital media hub. And what's really neat about it is that it's an organic um, organization. It's an organic neighborhood um, with a lot of engineering and collaborative development-led um, opportunities. This is and where is it located in London? Um, it's on the east side of London um, in a, mm-hmm. the, the neighborhood of Shoreditch um, in the Shoreditch. borough of Hackney. Um, mm-hmm. It has a number of names. Um, the, the residents and locals there like to call it Silicon Roundabout. Um, other people refer to it to East London. Tech City is um, another um, reference to the name. Uh, it's around, there's a... a, a technical circle that's in the center of the, the neighborhood. It's near um, a number of good transport transit stations, and it's not far from central London, and it's um, a little less expensive to have um, office space there, and it's definitely got a, a nice vibe for the for digital economy companies. Um, a lot of um, U.S. companies have, have thought to sought to open their offices there. This is the neighborhood where Google has opened its uh, developer relations building. Um, this is where Tech Hub is located. It has spawned a number of really fantastic um, technology and digital media companies, and um, it's something that is a, a nice draw for um, companies that are considering to get access to smaller businesses that are coming to life in the digital economy. Excellent. So have you actually put U.S. companies into that sector of London itself and then into the other areas uh, surrounding cities? Um, There have been uh, several companies, actually, not just from uh, the Bay Area, but several companies from the United States as well as um, surrounding areas in in Europe that have set up their offices in Tech City. Um, A lot of those companies can be listed on the the Tech City website. Um, we have found that when we bring companies over there, companies like Yammer and, and Airbnb and Expedia, that they really are excited about what they see there, and they're really excited about what they're learning and growing there. Companies like OpenTable are um, finding that they're really thrilled with um, uh, the access to talent that they're able to get to and their ability to grow and, and build their networks there. And as we wrap up, how do folks reach you then um, at this office in San Francisco? Uh, what phone number could they call? Uh, you can reach me at 415-617-1372. Okay. And uh, Arthene, if they want to email you, can they do that as well? Um, I can be reached at a crazy email at Arthine, A-R-T-H-I-N-E, Doc Van Dyne, V-A-N-D-U-Y-N-E, at fco.gov.uk. Okay, S-C-O, what does that sound uh, stand for? Uh, foreign Common Office. So Foreign Common Office, that's F as in Foreign Common and that's C, and then ooffice.gov.uk. Perfect. And I assume you also have a website. Is that just fco.gov.uk? Um, it's uktradeinvestusa.com. Okay, so again, UK, the words trade, invest, 
www.jillianmusicusa.com. Thank you so much for your time, Arthene. I appreciate it. This is Jillian Music with Arthene of the United Kingdom uh, Trade and Investment uh, Arm right here in the United States. We'll be back next week. You can download these shows through iTunes or at webmasterradio.fm. <laughs>